Hello and welcome to the Tonight Show with Nancy Cooper. Today we're going to talk about how trying to manipulate circumstances is a huge block in our reality. Okay, so <clears throat> when we think about manipulation, we think about probably in more extreme circumstances like you know, narcissistic tendencies and, you know, people trying to manipulate and that kind of stuff. And we'd probably automatically think, I'm not manipulative. I don't do that. Well, let's take a step back and just kind of analyze this a little bit and and look at this from maybe a different vantage point. So ask yourself if you have ever tried to recreate some type of energetic connection with someone, if you have ever tried to make a quote-unquote chance encounter happen intentionally, if you have thought to yourself, oh, I know that this person usually, you know, has lunch at this time and at this place, so maybe I'll just happen to be there at that time, If you're someone who is starting to kind of say, oh, yeah, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, I could see this. I could see this starting to um, make sense in my mind. If this is you, it's okay. You're probably part of 99%. (laughs) It's okay. Um, the reason we're talking about this today is because this is vitally important and essential for us to keep in mind that when we start doing these types of things, we're actually creating a blockage from the universe and the divine with serendipity, synchronicity, and divine timing and appointments. Think of it this way. If you are going into a situation and hoping to manipulate it in some way, like hoping maybe if, you know, I stay a little late, I'll end up seeing this person or maybe if I, you know, end up getting a new job or changing gyms, I'm going to reconnect with, you know, whoever or whatever, whatever it is. If we're busy doing that kind of stuff, we're actually not allowing our inner divinity to guide us. So we are guiding ourselves from our ego and from a place of lack. So when we enter into that state, when we enter into that energy, and we have these feelings of, oh, I need to create scenarios to try to manipulate the circumstances in order to achieve the outcome that I want... We are actually doing that from a place of fear and a place of lack. So we're thinking the universe is not going to support us and we have to do this on our own. Now, I've talked about before what we sow into a circumstance we reap, right? So if we're sowing into a circumstance, a feeling of not being supportive, a feeling of I have to be the one who makes this happen, I have to create this, I have to make it happen, right? Then we are going to continue to reap circumstances that show us the same energy. 
So if we've been, I'll, I'll use an example. It's probably one that we can all relate to that we've probably done it at some point in our life, but say there's a special, um, guy or gal that we've had our eye on and we know their schedule or maybe it was their class schedule or maybe, um, it's their, like I said before, their lunch time and where they like to go get a bagel or something or coffee before work or whatever it is. And we've been trying to create quote unquote chance encounters thinking that we're being, you know, cute and, um, sweet about it when in fact it's, let's be real, it's a little bit stalkerish. (laughs) It's a little bit out of balance, right? It's not an aligned energy for us to do that. But when we are doing that, one, it typically doesn't really work out for us in the way that we wanted it to. It doesn't really give us the um, outcome that we were hoping for. And it usually ends up creating more of the same, right? More of the same energy of I'm looking, I'm creating, I can't have this. I have to manipulate circumstances in order to try to receive this, et cetera, et cetera. And then we continue to see circumstances in our life replaying that same belief over and over, right? Because we create what we believe and our thoughts are our beliefs, right? (laughs) So this is what kind of continues to play out. So this is the invitation here for us to start releasing and surrendering. This is how we do that. A lot of people say, well, I don't know how to surrender. I don't know how I feel like I am. I don't know how to let go and release and allow spirit or the divine or the universe to play this out for me. And the way that we do that is we release all need and attempt for manipulation of circumstances in order to try to make things turn out the way that we think that they should or the way that we want them to. We do this by surrendering So if we're going into a circumstance and hoping to see someone, we, we can do that, right? We can hope to see that person, but if that person is not aligned with your higher being, which is automatically aligned with your highest timeline and your highest experience in this reality, then you won't, you won't make that quote unquote chance encounter with them if you're following your divine inner guidance, your intuition. So your intuition is like our, um, our electric cord, I guess you could say to our higher self. That's like the, the connection. Okay. So when we have this connection with our higher being, we receive information. We can receive information through our intuition, which intuition is a feeling, that feeling in your body where it's like, mm, don't do that. No, that shouldn't. Like we know what that feeling is. And it's that gut feeling where it's like, mm, 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 mm. no, this is not aligned with your higher being. This is not what you should be doing. And then we also have a psychic connection, which is where we can access information. That's when we hear something in our mind where it's like, turn around, don't do that. Um, go this way, go, you know, 
go there. Like there, there's that feedback where, and we wonder, we're like, where did that thought come from? Where did this impulse come from? That's our intuition. That's our, that's our psychic connection with our higher self guiding us towards our desires and our higher outcome. So it's very, very, very important that we tune into that energy and listen to that and allow the ego to take a seat and to sit back. The ego is what wants us to try to manipulate. The ego is what tries to tell us that we have to create these circumstances in order to get what we want. The ego is constantly in lack. So the more we listen to our ego, the more our lives are going to repeat a sense of lack. There's no getting around that. In order to allow ourselves to align with our divinity and with our highest self and our highest timeline, we have to start tuning into the full guidance of our higher being and our intuition. This means that when we have that sense to you know, uh, maybe I'll go get coffee at the same time. I know that, you know, John Doe likes to go get his coffee or Jane Doe likes to get hers. Instead of, you know, going at it that way, we need to instead tune in and say, you know, what is my inner guidance telling me? What is my inner being saying? What's my higher self telling me to do? Because what I really want is for a divinely aligned partner And it doesn't necessarily have to be John or Jane Doe, right? It doesn't. What happens, though, is we get fixated thinking that it has to be them because we express and push out into our reality this idea that there is lack and that no one better will come along. So we think that, well, I have to make it work with this person because no one better will come along, right? Who can relate to this? I know I can. And this is not a thing to be hard on anyone. This is the feedback. This is the information that I download. And then is my role to help awaken and heal humanity. I share this knowledge with the collective openly. So this is something that we really, really need to keep in mind when we are creating in our reality when we're wanting to have that chance encounter, that is just telling us what we really want is a divine partner. And that other person is a reflection of that desire. Though they most likely, if they have not reciprocated the energy, they are not what we are actually looking for. We have become fixated on them as a mirror to reflect back the desire. And I think a lot of times when we're very honest with ourselves, we can see in certain areas where they actually come up short and they do not fulfill every desire that we want, especially one of the most important ones, that they would love us as much as we love them, right? Because if they are ones that we're having to try to create a manipulative circumstance to create a connection with them, then they're not that into us, right? And we want someone who is just as into us as we are to them. So we use this information as feedback. We use this information to teach us, to show us where we are 
in the flow of things and it's going to continue to reflect back what it is we're desiring and wanting and hoping for in our experience. Here's the really important thing to remember. If it's something that you desire, it is something that it's meant for you to have. You know, I forget the who said it, but it, there is that saying, you know, what wants what you want wants you too. That's true because it's a vibrational match. When you put out the want, there is everything has a cause and effect, right? We have light and we have dark. We have up and down. (laughs) We have side to side. Everything has an opposite. So when you create a desire, the universe automatically creates the the opposite of it. it. It creates its counterpart, I guess I should say. So when the desire is there, the other exists. It has to. This is the law of the universe. So it's out there. It is in existence here on this plane. Otherwise, you would not have the capability of wanting or desiring it. It would because the other would not be able to be manifested into this reality. That's just not how that would work. So if you have this desire, automatically the universe has responded and created what would fulfill that desire it's already here it's already available it's already in the cosmos it's in our reality the issue that we run into is our inability to trust and allow ourselves to be magnetically guided to that other corresponding counterpart Instead, we hold on to this feeling of, well, I want this, and we see something that's very close to it, and we try to make it the thing that we want. And by doing that, we're following that thing that is a false manifestation instead of actually listening to our intuitive guidance that will lead us to the true manifestation. So when we follow ego, this is kind of like a recap, when we follow ego to the false manifestation, the false desire, we are going to continue to experience the lack of the thing that we want. Anytime we follow ego, we're always going to have lack and we're always going to create more of what we do not want. When we start to tune in and follow our intuition, that's when we're going to be guided to become the vibrational magnetic match to the counterpart of our desire. So the North Pole and South Pole, you know, they will converge (laughs) to to meet together because that that would be the um, vibrational alignment. That's magnets naturally want to come together, right? Think about what I'm literally being shown right now in my mind as I'm bringing this transition through is magnets. You're sitting there with two magnets and they automatically, if you get them close enough, they're going to, right? They're going to just suck to each other. They're right there. So imagine you are one magnet and the thing that you want is another. And then you've got um, metal, over here that's the distraction that the ego has convinced you oh this could be it even though they are emotionally unavailable and still in their wounded masculine or feminine energy and you know have all these other issues and whatever but we're like oh but they're so close and I and can see them they're in my reality right now so we keep going that way 
and we're getting further and further away from the other magnet. But if we can look at that and say, you know, actually, I'm not going to compromise in what I desire and want. And I can see that this person has a few red flags. I can see that there's a few things here that are not quite what I'm wanting. But I'm grateful to see that I've gotten really close because they are really close, but they're not quite it. So I'm going to continue to stay here and witness that and say, okay, thank you for that feedback that I'm not quite there. I'm going to continue to work on myself, continue to align in the energy of what I'm wanting to create. And I'm going to tune into my intuitive guidance. So when it tells me to go do something or when it tells me I should, you know, do this or shouldn't do that or whatever, I need to start listening to that. And anytime I feel the need to try to manipulate a situation, I need to surrender that and say, nope, nope, that's my ego. And my ego is only going to take me into lack. It's not going to take me to what I really, really desire. So I need to trust my intuition. By trusting the intuition, we are growing as a stronger magnet. That's I'm, I, I literally have my eyes closed right now. I receive transitions when I do these. And this is what I'm being shown. is like by doing the work and listening to the intuition, I'm seeing that magnet. It's like growing. Um, I see it's like orc field, like growing bigger. And once it gets big enough, that's when it will touch the magnetic field of the other magnet. And it will pull that other magnet right in. So the more that we can align with our intuition and that intuitive feedback, the faster the manifestation will occur. And I know I use the example as calling in like a divine partner. Um, that's an easy example, but it would be the same thing with anything else with our, you know, a dream job or circumstances or money or things like that. Anytime we feel like we need to manipulate a circumstance, we're, we're going out of alignment with our higher being and we're following the guidance of our ego. When we allow ourselves to say, okay, what is it? Show me what I'm guided to do and tune into that, tune into our womb space, tune into our heart space, connect into alpha brainwave state. We allow ourselves to move into a space a state of balance. Um, I'm trying to express what I'm witnessing here. So it is like a, it's an equilibrium, homeostasis. Um, we're, we're balanced here and it allows us then to be receptive and receive the things that we're asking for instead of continuing to follow along with the ego to create more of what we don't want. I hope that this was really helpful for you. If it was, please do share this um, podcast recording with your friends and with those that you think might appreciate it. Um, you could share it on your social media, but I highly recommend sending it as a personal message to someone else um, so that they know that you love and appreciate them and that you felt that this would bless them and help them in their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Namaste.